Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Praise the Lores podcast. And welcome to the program, folks. We have made it. We have made it to the best albums of 2022. We're here, baby. We are freaking here. And I got, in my opinion, the 50 best albums this year had to offer. Um, definitely more spread out than I really anticipated coming into the year. Quite frankly, I, I experimented in listening to kind of different sounds and everything. And that's the beauty of music, man. It's, it could take you places. And, uh, a lot of these albums, I did not expect me to enjoy quite frankly. Um, but, um, I'm going to let the goat, um, kind of introduce us going into the list. Uh, get us all hyped up to hear the 50 best albums of 2022. Um, I will make it uh, short and sweet for a good majority of them. And then um, getting closer to the top, I will get more in depth. Uh, but here is the GOAT, uh, Tom Brady, um, introducing and to get us all hyped the fuck up. Yeah, baby, let's go. And here we are. We start at number 50 with Boston rapper Token, who's made a name for himself over the last couple of years through YouTube and freestyles and Sway in the Morning, comes in with Pink is Better, which he dropped in January, and has really good um, um, bars from him, really good features from Jid, Benny the Butcher. Uh, Little Skies actually had a decent feature on it. Um, but, yeah, I was really feeling this one. Number 50, Token Pink is Better. Then number 49, you got the boys, uh, 7L and Esoteric and uh, Inspector Deck. Uh, Zarface coming in with Zarmageddon. Uh, just a nice old boom bap rap uh, album that these guys always are just consistently going. And uh, good features, even a cool Keith feature. Uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, if you just if you fuck with Zarface and kind of just fuck with their sound, then I recommend this. Uh, 49. Uh, Zarface, Armageddon. Then number 48, we have Domi and JD Beck, a jazz duo out of Europe uh, with Not Tight and had really good collaborations with uh, Anderson Pac, Buster Rhymes, Snoop Dogg, two collaborations with Thundercat. Really good, smooth album. Just, I enjoyed listening to this. Then um, number 47, uh, Charlie XCX with Crash, just a, a chaotic pop album. Uh, Charlie has been good over the last couple of years. Um, yeah, and, uh, Constant repeat, my, my favorite song off of this, just kind of a catchy little pop banger. Um, number 46, we got Kid Cudi with Intergalactic. Um, a nice, smooth Kid Cudi uh, project to go with his uh, uh, mini Netflix series of the same name. A lot of the songs go with the show. And good collaborations with Ty Dolla Sign, 2 Chainz, Don Tolliver. Uh, yeah, I was uh, not one of Cuddy's, you know, best projects, obviously, but a pretty good project nonetheless. Uh, number 45, we got um, Action Bronson, Bronsolini. Uh, fuck that salicious host uh, with Cocodrillo Turbo. Uh, it's your typical Bronson album. You're going to get some funny bars. You're going to get witty uh, one-liners, and you're going to get pretty uh, good features. Um, my favorite feature on this was Conway uh, of Griselda. Uh, I really, really laughed at his um, his Andrew Cuomo bar because he uh, can't keep his hands off of someone because he's Italian. I, you know, fuck that dude. But 
Um, good ass bar. Um, number forty four. We got Brooklyn Metal Band. Show me the body with trouble the water. Just I, I stumbled upon this when I was reading Pitchfork articles, and I was like, oh, okay, the the cover seems interesting, and then. I dabbled, and I really found myself enjoying this uh, project. It's called Trouble the Water. Um, recommend it. Uh, then coming in at number 43, just coming in. Like, he literally just released this, and it's Absol with Herbert coming back after six years. And uh, sounding pretty hungry and really really on his point uh, lyrically and uh, good collaborations that went over pretty well. I know if you saw Russ and Big Sean on the song, you're like, oh, shit. But it actually went over very well. A lot of, excuse me, a lot of other good tracks on uh, this thing. Got to do better. Highlight for me. Um, just, yeah, really, uh, really solid project from Soul. And uh, I'm glad to hear him back, honestly. It's uh, been a minute. Uh, number 42, we got um, entrepreneur, uh, fashion designer, and uh, record producer Nigo with I Know Nigo. And it was just really surprisingly just a fun record to listen to a lot of the tracks were just really fun you had the tyler and asap rocky freestyle you had a couple of asap rocky tracks on here um asap ferg just it was just nice uh chill fun music to listen to um you didn't feel forced to really listen to it like you do when you hear like a dj Khaled album but uh yeah number 42 nigo i know nigo the number 41 we got rex orange county with who cares this is a nice smooth pop album um really catchy songwriting really catchy songs um you know he's in trouble right now so let's hope none of the stuff is true coming out of that camp and uh yeah number 41 rex orange county with who cares now we reach the top 40 yes top 40 we got um legendary producer alchemist with uh underground new york mc rock marciano with the elephant man's bones solid grimy uh new york hip-hop project with stellar production from the alchemist and uh, then we got uh, number 39. We got Red Veil with Learn to Swim. This kid's 18 years old, and he just sounds well above anything. Like 18 years old, and it's got that alternative hip-hop sound. It's just, it was really good. It was a really enjoyable listening experience for this. And I, I like to see where he goes from this because this is fucking impressive. Uh, number 38, we got Megan The Stallion with Traumazine. Um, just a good Southern hip hop album from baby girl. Um, I, you know, I, I do love myself some Megan the stallion. Um, hopefully the trial goes her way, uh, with Tory lanes and, uh, but yeah, solid, uh, solid, uh, Southern hip hop, uh, influenced album. Um, good bars from Megan, good collaborations from legendary Texas rappers. Um, the, I think the dud I would say would just be the Dua Lipa one. Uh, but whatever, uh, over ah, other than that um pretty good uh, album from meg uh then number 37 we got death dynamic shroud with dark life the um electronic uh, group just again killing it with uh their songs man i i found them out last year and really enjoyed this project um yeah a lot of good highlights on this one uh number 36 we got another um <clears throat> kind of electronic group with jockstrap uh with i love you jennifer b Another just enjoyable, kind of out-of-this-world um, electronic dance type of uh, group and music. So really enjoyed listening to that one as well. Then we got number 35. We got freaking another uh, another metal, like, grungy-type band with uh, Chat Pile, God's Country. Um, 
really fucking enjoyed this. One of my friends recommended this to me just because he enjoyed it. And he knows that I had been kind of searching out for uh, new music. And I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And whoa, was I impressed. Really good. Really, uh, really topical on what they were focusing on. And the, uh, you know, just the the guitar playing, the, the drums sounded really good. Really good, uh, really good album. Then we got number 34, Shady's um, West Side Boogie with more black superheroes. Boogie comes through, kills it. He's very underrated. Um, and I just was, you know, impressed because, you know, it's, it's been a little while since we heard from him. Um, two years in a row, Shady Records dropping uh, two good albums. And uh, more black superheroes is the name. Uh, go check it out. Then number 33, we got Smino with Love for Rent. Really good collaborations on this. Really good rapping. Um, the one with J Cole is really great. Uh, no L's is a really good uh, highlight. Um, give this one a listen. Then number 32, we got Flatbush Zombies Michi Darko with Gothic Luxury. Really grimy and really good sort of horrorcore record. Um, you know, doesn't fall short under the Flatbush Zombie stuff, but Michi Darko holds his own. Collaborations are great. Rapping's great. Solid project, I thought. Then number 31, we got Bad Bunny with Umveranos and T. Uh, banging reggaeton album. A little bloated, but you, there's a lot more highlights on there than duds. I can tell you that. Uh, love me some reggaeton. Um, you know, it's always the best also when I had to read the lyrics in English. and uh, It's a lot more um, raunchier than I thought, but <laughs> I fuck with it. Um, now we're in number 30. Um, Quadeca with, I didn't mean to haunt you very good. Lo-fi ish, uh, hip hop project. Um, love the Danny Brown feature on this. Love the instrument, uh, instrumentals on this Quadeca. Never heard of him until uh, really, I saw a lot of the online talk and I was curious, really enjoyed this project. Uh, I recommend it too, especially if you like kind of lo-fi stuff too. Uh, number 29, we got uh, one of the best producers out right now, Metro Boomin with Heroes and Villains. So many good songs on this project, and, you know, guys that you didn't think would contribute, contributed. Young Thug killed it on Metro Spider. Uh, Don Tolliver, really good collaborate. 21 Savage, always on point on a Metro beat. Um, ASAP Rocky, Takeoff, Feel the Fire was amazing. And just really good Really good album. Uh, number 28, we got classic lyricist Lupe Fiasco with Drill Music and Zion. Lupe, always on point lyrically, always on point topically. And, yeah, that's just another good Lupe Fiasco project. Uh, 27, we got Quavo and the Late Takeoff, uh, only built for Infinity Links, uh, inspired by uh, Ghostface and Raekwon from uh, Only Built from Cuban Links, uh, Raekwon's classic debut solo album. Uh, and without... Without Offset, these two sounded great together. Um, and the viral hit, Hotel Lobby, um, that, that good song nonetheless. But just a lot of the intro song was really good. Um, it's, it's a shame that, you know, we're not really going to get them uh, because of takeoffs and timely passing. It's such a shame because this was, this was good. Collaborations were pretty good on it. Uh, even freaking NBA young boy, I thought was good on his song. Um, but yeah, just good, just good, solid album. Um, 
you know, rest in peace to take off. And, uh, yeah. Um, now coming in at number 26 is, um, now this is where in the beginning where I was like, things shocked me. Boy, did this shock me. I liked a country album and it only took a gay man from South Africa to do it. And that's Orville Peck with Bronco. This thing, it reminds you of old country like Johnny Cash and like Willie Nelson, like that kind of country that was actually doable and you could kind of fuck with and are classics. It was so good, this thing. I love this. Um, coming in at number 25, uh, another one that I would say, what the fuck, a couple years ago. That's Taylor Swift's Midnight. Very... Um, I love the production and I love the, I love just like the singing and the production too. I mean, you had Soundwave on one, Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift been doing their thing, you know, especially with her last two albums. Uh, really enjoyed this one. I know it was um, not a lot of people's favorites, but it was one of mine. Uh, pretty funny that that had to be the Taylor Swift album that, uh, you know, got me in. Uh, number 24, we got... Uh, Florida pop punk band uh, Magnolia Park with Baku's Revenge. Really solid pop punk album. And they're up and comers. They're good, man. This is the shit that I said. Like, this is the stuff that is good in pop punk and not what the fuck MGK and all the other people are trying to put out. This is really good pop punk. And I like what they're doing. Baku's Revenge. Great. Uh, Listen to their other stuff like Halloween mixtape and a lot of their other singles. Um, and don't be racist is, you know, they, they have good messaging and, uh, yeah, just, just kind of, you know, uh, proud to listen to this one. Um, then we got number 23, <clears throat> number 23 is all West side gun of Griselda with 10 in his, uh, his last version of the Hitler wears Hermes, um, series, legendary collaborations, really good rapping, really good really good beats as always which are just it's a solid hip-hop project they're always bringing it guns bringing it all of griselda's bringing it then we got number 22 we got british pop punk band or british punk band i don't even think they're really pop punk with uh yard act and the overload again another project that was uh, recommended by one of my friends said it was really good and it, it was really good british punk Really good British punk album. Um, really enjoyable songs, nonetheless. Then we got number 21. We got um, Vince Staples with Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. Another solid project from Vince. He doesn't miss. And it took me years to finally get on the Vince Staples train, and I'm glad I did because he did not disappoint on this one either. A lot of West Coast bangers on this. A DJ Mustard collaboration. Um, just really good West Coast project from Vince. He's killing it. We have now reached the freaking top 20. And now I'm going to be talking a little more about how I feel about these projects. Um, yeah, so now we got number 20 with Drake and 21 Savage, Her Loss. Now, I had Drake in the worst albums last year, and he has reached the best. Um, no, not honestly, never mind, because that was a mid-project to me. Uh, but then this dropped with 21 Savage, and this is the best I've heard Drake in years. Fucking years. Um, a lot of the songs go over so well. 
him and 21 have had the chemistry for the last couple of years. I would have liked to have heard a little more 21 on this, but when he did contribute, it was good. Uh, you got the, <laughs> you got the memes of the rich flex, like opening verse. Can you do some for me? Those are always funny. Um, you know, Drake, something from a Drake album always makes it on to TikTok or anything. Um, but, Nonetheless, I really actually enjoyed the Daft Punk sample. I didn't when I first heard that. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Um, maybe I like the instrumental more than I did Drake's Interpolation, but nonetheless, good. Treacherous Twins is a banger. Uh, Middle of the Ocean is a banger. Um, Circle Loco might have the controversy with the Megan the Stallion line, uh, and then also Drake. Um, with the Serena Williams and uh, her husband controversy. But other than that, hardest Drake sound in a minute. And I was glad to hear that. Uh, now number 19, FKA Twigs with Capri, uh, Capri songs. Um, beautiful singing. Bangers on here. Really just good R&B music. Or just, just good music. FKA Twigs is so talented and... Uh, just I really good. Just a really good project from front to back. Um, and it was a mixtape, you know, but commercially released. Um, it was beautiful, <clears throat> you know, just I really enjoyed this. This is one of the fir- one of the first ones that uh, came out really this year. And uh, yeah, you know, good collaborations. Ride the Dragon was a good one. Honda was good. Um uh, Tears in the Club was a banger with The weekend, And, yeah, just solid project from uh, Twigs. And, uh, you know, I, I can't see her disappointing in the near future. Then number 18, we got the BBW Queen uh, with Lizzo with Special. Um, really great intro, um, intro track to this album. Uh, kind of set the tone for what we were going to be into. And it was quite enjoyable, in my opinion. Um, her songwriting was really good. The instrumentals were good. The energy level was good. Um, very, uh, very memeable things on here. Like, uh, you know, about damn time in a minute, I'm Anita. And then she's got, um, I love you bitch. That could probably do something, but really good. She's talented. I really enjoy her. And, uh, I didn't think I would a couple years ago when truth hurts came out, but I actually enjoy her. Uh, and special was special album. Then we got number 17. We got one of the best producers again out there with, and Kenny beats with Louie really solid instrumentals and sampling on this. And just even little, little collaborations you hear from like JPEG mafia and slow tie and whatnot. And it was dope. This thing was dope. Um, can't wait to cop the vinyl on this. This is going to be awesome. But Kenny Beats, one of the best out right now, and easily drops the best instrumental album of the year, without question. And I would love to hear other rappers really on these beats. Um, it'd be nice to hear. But uh, shout out Kenny Beats, best instrumental album I've heard all year. <clears throat> then we got 16. We got another Griselda boy in Conway with God Don't Make Mistakes, his Shady Records debut, and I believe his only album on Shady Records. And it's his most personal yet, talking about when he was shot, talking just so much personal level shit 
but he just comes in silly with the bars always just a solidly focused album perfect from conway yeah number 16 conway don't god don't make mistakes top 15 now um we got one direction member harry styles with harry's house now god i could not have pictured this being even close to a top album for me ever but yeah we made it here 2022 you know i guess i'm growing in a sense and uh harry's house was really good uh really loved the intro track uh music to a sushi restaurant i love that i think that was my favorite song on the album you got the late night talking you got as as it was so you know really solid pop hits and harry just kind of you know really enjoyed this i just i can't say any more nice things about it you know just funk and synth pop like kind of 80s-esque too uh, not not a lot, but a little bit, a little bit of aesthetics like that, and just made for a really good pop album. Uh, so shout out Harry Styles for that. He's got the number fifteen best album. Never thought he would ever be even in a top for me, but here we are. Then we got uh, Gangsta Gibbs next. The uh, Big Boss Rabbit, Freddie Gibbs with Soul Sold Separately. Loved this was Freddie's mainstream debut. Really good collaborations. Raekwon and Anderson Pock song is a banger. Um, too much is a banger with money back. Yo, uh, and then, you know, a lot of the, um, <clears throat> a lot of the quote unquote voicemails from his, uh, hotel or casino. So you say, and yeah, just Freddie, Freddie has not disappointed in many moons. Uh, really just, I was very impressed with, uh, how Gibbs was on this. Couldn't be done amazing intro um black is in the room really good space rabbit lobster omelet with rick ross was great uh gold rings with push a t drug talk but really good dakota with scarface was great cia just solid from mr gibbs worked with so many producers too alchemist katranda boy wanda jake one justice league dj paul mad lib dj die so he, you know, oh, James Blake. Oh, yeah, James Blake has a production on this, too, with Dark Heart. I forgot how good that song was, too. But again, Freddie Gibbs kills it. So great lyrically. So great with the punchlines. And, yeah, just a solid hip-hop project from Freddie. <clears throat> then number 13 is uh, the um, big star, uh, Steve Lacey with Gemini Rights. Aside from Bad Habit being one of the best songs of the freaking year, this this album had a lot of other ones. Static was great. Sunshine with Fushi is good. Just so many solid uh, cuts on this. It's about 10 tracks. Don't just, you know, you got to listen to more than just, you know, bad ha- you know bad habits. Or, you know, just <sighs> Mercury was good. Helmet was good. Buttons. You know, and again, um, collaborations were really good. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked what I heard. Uh, Steve Lacey is very talented, loved the psychedelic elements, and I love just that really good R&B record. Really, really good. And uh, I'm happy to see Steve Lacey's success. Um, I just wish when people go to his concerts they could uh, like the other stuff instead of just singing the chorus to Bad Habit. 
So let's hope we don't see that shit again, which is a shame. But Steve Lacey comes in with a very solid album uh, in Gemini Rights. Then number 12, this came at the end too. Um, one of uh, three actually that came in at the end. Uh, but this is Little Sims with No Thank You. Solid British rapper. Solid album. Ten tracks. Kept it to the point. Really good lyricism, bars. Everything was on focus. Everything sounded perfect. She's incredible. She's such an incredible rapper. Uh, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert was her album last year, which was incredible. And then just really good. Really good. I love this. The second I just started listening, and like I heard the day before, I had saw that she was dropping. I was like, oh, shit. And uh, was not left disappointed, man. This thing's so good. If you love hip hop and you love even love British hip hop, you know, British hop, British hip hop has some really good ass rappers, really does. And shout out Little Sims for that, keeping that alive out in Britain. Uh, go listen to uh, Gorilla. That's a really good one. Um, has a nice uh, shout out to Mac Miller. Rest in peace. So, you know, my, uh, I was happy about that one. Um, but Angel, great intro. Um, who even cares? I liked Broken. Really good. Just was very happy to see such a quick uh, turnaround from last year and then uh, drop this. Uh, really good messaging on it. And then uh, coming in now. We are number 11 with uh, another Griselda member, and that is Benny the Butcher with Tana Talk 4. And it is, in my opinion, the better, the best Tana Talk in the series. And uh, Benny came through really well on this one. He got a J. Cole feature, which Johnny P's caddy, if you haven't listened to the uh, previous podcast on the best songs of the year. Um, that was one of my favorite songs of the year. Just incredible. Um, and then he got Diddy on a, uh, homage to Biggie with 10 more commandments. I thought went over well. Tyson versus Ali with Conway was great. Uncle Bun with 38 special was great. Uh, Mr. Chow Hall, bust a brick, Nick, uh, back two times, super plug. I could go on. Just really great. Derringer, Alchemist, and um, yeah, really, really solidly produced too. Uh, really good. Really good Tana talk. Um, Benny's always on his game. Though All those guys, Buffalo rappers, they're just great. Uh, recommend this one for um, really good uh, East Coast hip-hop fans. <clears throat> Number 10, baby. Number 10. Yeah, we have uh, we've made it to the, the top 10 best freaking albums of the year. I can't believe it. Um, I have been making this list all year, really. Um, to, it just, it's amazing how I got the 50. Last year I had 30, and now I made 50. It just goes to show that I love music, man. And I just, I'm loving 
uh, where it's taking me now. But we got number 10, and that is Joey Badass with 2000 and um, a follow-up to his classic 1999 mixtape. And he came through, very eagerly anticipated this one all year. And it did not disappoint the baddest in the beginning with Diddy. Um, had a shout out from Nas on it. Um, it, and track two, make me feel, and then goes into where I belong, has the perfect fucking transition into the next song I've heard almost all year. I just, I love how it slowly and effortlessly flows right into the next one. And survivor's guilt is a, very personal and strong track. One of my favorites of the year. Um, the one with Larry June went hard. Um, the Chris Brown one, um, I thought would have, it was a good song, but I think even without Chris Brown on it, it still would have been um, good. Um, yeah, you got uh, production credits from Cardiac, Kirk Nike, Mike Will. Static Selecta, um, just good. Fucked with this one. Uh, Brand New Night 11 was a fucking banger. Want to be loved with Jid, really good uh, Jid verse. Shouting out, um, making a really good um, bar uh, involving Xavier McKinney. Safety from my New York Giants. Um, but yeah, came in strong, head high, really good. Um, zip codes. Cruise control, just yeah, um, not on par, obviously, as 1999 in terms of the classic feel. But this was a really good album, and shout out Joey for making it, uh, keeping this that old 90s era of hip hop alive and well. Thank God, because that shit is well the shit. Then number nine and the third of the uh, just cutting it in at the end, and that is SZA with SOS. This is perfect. Oh, what a what an album! What an album! What a what a start to the album. First off, SOS, Kill Bill, Seek and Destroy, Low. Like the first seven tracks are amazing in my opinion and it still gets smoking on my x-pack was great notice me nobody gets me as an emotional song fucking odb posthumous feature an old verse i think from the swamp or the yeah one of those songs um and then SZA just effortlessly flows on it putting in some rap loved it just absolutely loved it, and um, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna be keep listening to this thing. Coming in number eight is again the biracial king logic with uh, vinyl days. In my opinion, is comeback record. Not just you know no pressure was okay last year. Uh, Bobby Tarantino three dropped and it was awful, uh, but I was it was very promising when you first heard a lot of these uh, singles. He was dropping single after single after single after single on it, and every one of them hit. Every single one of them hit. So I was eagerly anticipating this to be great, and it was. I mean, it is 30 tracks, so I know that sounds like, oh, shit, 30 fucking songs. 
but a lot of them are skits. It's kind of paying homage to like the those old mixtapes and like you know radio stuff like that. Uh, I mean, he had Funkmaster Flex on this. Um, a lot of the skits too. He had Aaron Judge. He had um, the uh, the Bing Bong uh, Fuck Your Life guy uh, Nems on there. He had Anthony Fantano. By the way, um, I think the the only big critique I have of this album is the, the cringy ass uh, murdering Fantano bars. Did not really enjoy that. But besides that, the production on this great homage. Uh, I know it's called Vinyl Days because a lot of the the beats and stuff he got were from actual vinyl. And you should watch a documentary on how the album was made in such a short span as well. Logic's last album on Def Jam goes over extremely well. Listen to this thing so much. Um, AZ feature, Currency, Game, um, Action Bronson's on In My Lifetime was great. Uh, Games feature uh, was good too. Um, just lo- I love this thing. Vinyl Days is the album, and uh, Logic's first, you know, his best album in freaking years. Coming in number seven is uh, the Cocaine King Cowboy is Pusha T, uh, former Good Music president now. Uh, with it's almost dry. When you have half of the album produced by Pharrell, half of the album produced by Kanye, you have one of the best singles of the year in Diet Coke. You have one of the best songs of the year, too, in Let the Smokers Shine the Coops. Uh, Brambleton is a great intro. This thing was just chock full of freaking highlights. I don't know what side was better either. You know, could they had the Pharrell side and then they had the Kanye side. Um, Dream of the Past, Rock and Roll was a banger. It sucks that we won't get Kanye and Cuddy on tracks anymore. Um, Hear Me Clearly was also on Nigo's album and then made it on here, and it's still good nonetheless. I Pray For You was a great outro with his brother and Labyrinth. Just a really, uh, he doesn't miss on his solo shit, man. He has not ever released a bad album from this. Uh, It's almost dry, absolutely amazing album and uh you know we'll see what happens with good music in him you know just because of kanye's uh you know really bad kanye-isms now and just pure ignorance uh we'll see but loving what push is doing loving what push is doing on this highly recommend uh number six we got danger mouse and black thought with cheat codes and the reason i say danger mouse like that is because if you're a hip-hop head <clears throat> he released one of the better um underground albums and concept and thing albums like that with uh the mouse and the mask with mf doom uh for adult swim um had not produced hip-hop since then and that was released in 2005 um so very curious because I saw a bunch of really good singles released from this. Um, really good um, features from uh, freaking Russ, Joey Badass on this. Uh, MF Doom was on it, Belize. Um, an old verse on there, but it's an incredible song. And then, again, 
with fucking uh, strangers. ASAP Rocky killed it. Run the Jewels always killed it. Black Thoughts verse was great. Um, Aquamarine, great song on here too. Uh, Cheat Codes, the first single, awesome. Um, the one Saltwater with Conway again. Kanye, not Kanye. Kanye Conway really had a good year and has had many good years. Um, Identical Deaths, great. This was just it was effortlessly produced and perfectly executed to everything and ah this was incredible i love this 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 made me happy this album made me very happy (laughs) um we're on the top five now we are on the top freaking five (sighs) yep i'm excited to these five ones man were so incredible these were the albums i went back to a lot (laughs) and we'll start at number five with atlanta rapper jid with the forever story this just came in for me on vinyl and i was so fucking excited because i pre-ordered this in october um what more can I say other than Jid is on his fucking game on this? Lyrically is just sounding great. And he's he is so fucking talented, man. I thought, you know, all the features he does too are always good aside from his um Feature that he probably got paid a lot with the Imagine Dragons, <laughs> but whatever, we're ignoring that. But man, Radar, um, Crack Sandwich is a fucking banger. Can't Punk Me with Earth Gang's a banger. Surround Sound's a banger. Brought in with Little Dirk. Can't Make You Change. Just in time. And then 2007. That was uh, released after but was then added to the album 2007 is just this whole thing man was so good from top to freaking bottom <sighs> really good producers on this too katranda dj khalil bad bad not good crisis fucking thundercat and james blake yeah money was yeah forgot money i keep forgetting about money too and that's a damn shame on me that's a great song. Oh, yeah. And then just Jid's rhymes really get you thinking and just how the fuck can he just rap like this? And, you know, he continues to amaze every time. And I love this thing. And that's all I can. I, I'll be here for hours if I go on. Uh, then we got number four, which is the best 80s-inspired themed album I've heard in a while. And that is from Abel Tesfaye, also known as The Weeknd. And he brings you here number four with Dawn FM. And this thing is chock full of fucking hits. Chock full of great, great singing from Abel. Love the radio theme with Jim Carrey playing the radio host. 
I love the Tyler Creator collaboration. The only the only boo-boo on this was the Little Wayne feature, and that's it. That is the only boo-boo on this thing. Um Yeah, just it really reminded you of some of the best 80s albums. Gasoline is great. How do I make you love me? The Take My Breath album version is incredible. Sacrifice out of time. Um, is there someone else is my favorite on the album? Um, but best friends is great. Again, here we go again. Um, how do I make you love me? Gasoline Dawn FM, the intro to getting it into it. And I, I, I love the skits too, just with the Jim Carrey stuff. And then the whole, um, kind of product placement that they were selling. Uh, about afterlife. Um, nothing bad to say about this thing whatsoever. Not a single thing. The weekend killed it. This was incredible. I love this thing. I love this thing. <laughs> then number three, who was number one last year, and that is the fucking king, one of the goats, Nas with King's Disease three, baby. Now, King's Disease 2 was incredible. That was my favorite album of the year last year. And then we got Magic at the end on Christmas Eve um, last year, and that was solid. That was solid, and you knew KD3 was coming because of a line that he had mentioned in one of the songs on Magic, that KD3 is coming. Um then I saw him post about it on his socials and knew right then and there, like, it's coming. Let's fucking go. And then I saw the track list. I saw no features. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, and, you know, being with Hit Boy again, they've gone three for three. Let's see if they can go four for four. And, boy, did they go fucking four for four. And the intro track, Ghetto Reporter, um, you know, his flow of uh, Eminem was incredible uh, from The Way I Am. Um, Hit Boy's production, um, incredible. Legit, really good, fun, banging beat. Michael and Quincy, really reminiscent, really good. <laughs> he has a song also called Reminisce. Um, I'm on fire. Um, WTFSMH, um, once a man, twice a child kind of delves deep into getting older. Um, beef, incredible concept track of him talking as well, beef and, and, and uh, fight and, you know, perfect, you know, just perfectly executed. The chemistry that these two have is incredible. I'm just so happy to see Nas still in relevancy aside from what 21 said then, and then they collaborated, so that shit's gone, obviously. But, yeah, he has a good-ass fan base, but because he's still fucking good. And he's proved it with this four-fucking-album run with Hit Boy. I mean, even the bonus track, Till My Last Breath, sampled... Um, Met fans will know this well. Edwin Diaz's walk up, uh, walk in song, Narco from uh, Blaster Jackson, Timmy Trumpet, samples that. Hit Boy does a great job of interpolating that. 
I think, yeah, I think, yeah, he did. Inter- okay. Um, and then I, I, I love Nas's lyricism on um, just how cancel culture is ruining so much and, you know, give or take, some things are bad, but not everything needs to be canceled. And I kind of like that he spoke up about that. And uh, he just, uh, he's hungry and he he is still hungry. I, I I still see this continuing. This thing was, again, incredible. They didn't have um, the the banger bangers that uh, KD2, I thought, had, uh, but still had the amazing storytelling, the amazing rhymes, just Nas being at his most perfect. Uh, KD3. Then we got number two, um, Denzel Curry with Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. This thing... Shows Denzel's versatility, shows honest lyricism, mental health, um, even a banger with fucking T Pain. This thing showed versatility. This wasn't. This was amazing. Denzel has always come out with. You no, know, he he's never come out with crap. I can tell you that. But this one was amazing. Um, the the production. Denzel's lyrics, the features too. Uh, Ain't No Way uh, with Jid, Rico Nasty, (coughs) Black. Um, Really good. Um, It's All in Your Mental with Saul Williams. Um, Amazing uh, mental health track. Love that. Worst Comes to Worst. Um, You know, focusing still on messages like that. And um, you got to focus on making your soul lit, kind of focus on yourself, um, not giving a fuck about what others are saying. I mean, I should take that advice too. Melt Session 1 starts it off with Robert Glasper, and it's amazing. Um, the Ills, X-Wing, perfect. Denzel was just great on this. Smell of Death was produced by Thundercat. That was the shortest song, and I was sad about that. I would have liked to hear that a little longer. Um, again, the T-Pain feature, uh, great. Um, Dot the Genius producing Worst Comes to like, And then the fucking bonus version he drops is literally just live versions that sound perfect. And then he, he added a song, uh, Chrome Hearts. That was good, too, Larger Than Life. But let me tell you, man, the fact that he did that was awesome. And the live version sounded perfect. Sounded like you were just at like a random club just listening to it. And it was great. Ah, Denzel does not hit. I mean, does not miss. He hits. He hits more than he misses. And he's batting fucking a thousand, in my opinion. Every release that I have heard from him has been great. And this... You know, I think just touching on the the mental health aspects and stuff and just that always means a lot to me. And the music is good, too. You know, the music is really great. (laughs) There's nothing bad I could say about this. Um, Denzel Curry, man. With uh, Melt Your Eyes, See Your Future. Now we have reached number one, baby. Number one. And this thing, I was incredibly excited for. And 
was not left disappointed in any way whatsoever. And that's Kendrick Lamar with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. From the first minute that this album started, um, I was hooked. <laughs> United in grief. Um, Kendrick's been going through something. You know, 3,000 however many days it was. Um, and then goes into N95, which is the banger. Worldwide Steppers, Die Hard, Father Fucking Time, Rich Spirit, We Cry Together, Purple Hearts. That's all just the first half of the album. This album's built into two. Um, We Cry Together is such an important, and I I delve on this in the last podcast. An incredible, I think, message and showing of how bad certain relationships can get. And I thought he perfectly executed that. Father Time, talking about dudes having, you know, daddy issues. And Sampha's hook is a perfect. Rich Spirit. Uh, beautiful, beautiful track. Um, you know, Die Hard. Um, banger. Um, even the, the rich interlude. I mean, the man had Kodak Black narrating this, and I don't fuck with Kodak Black normally, but he, even he was perfect on this and what Kendrick asked him to do. Even his verse on Silent Hill was good. I liked it. Um, Count Me Out. Um, and even the, the, the interlude, the savior... Uh, the Savior interlude with Baby Keem was telling, and um, you know, especially the line about his uncle. Um, and then it goes right into Savior, not Savior, Savior. <coughs> I just, you know, I get, I get so fucking happy talking about this album. I love this fucking thing. Um, but. You know, Savior, um, again, talks about how just because celebrities are celebrities or just any person of higher power, you know, has that much influence on you that he's not your Savior, you know, essentially saying, oh, well, Jesus Christ is your Savior or whoever else is your Savior. Um, <coughs> I just... The, the the chorus by Baby Keem. Um, are you happy for me? Really, are you happy for me? Smile on my face and are you happy for me? Yeah. I, ah. I'm out the way. Are you happy for me? I loved it. You know, um, the first verse Kendrick does in it, um, Mr. Morrell, give me high five, two times center co-defender, judge of my life, back peddler. What to say? You do the cha-cha. I'm a stand on a six-five from five-five. Fun fact: I ain't taking shit back. Like it when they pro black, but I'm more Kodak black. Tell me where the money at? Hey, where the homies at? Universal call out. I can members out. Hey, CC. Wait a minute. Benaki, say la vie. I tell the uh, I. Oh, that fucking intro verse is fucking awesome. 
And then the second one, bite their tongue and they rap lyrics, scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. Politica- ah, politically correct is how you keep an opinion. Dudes is tight-lipped. Fuck who dare to be different. Seeing a Christian say the vaccine mark of the beast. Then he caught COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Then I caught COVID and started the question Kyrie. Questioning all the COVID shit. Um, talking about political correctness. People regretting a lot of things in the past. Just fear of getting canceled. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, in Worldwide Steppers, he did say, um, killed freedom of speech, you know, a lot of this. So, uh, the industry, yeah, just, oh, just so good. And then, <laughs> and then the last verse, the cat's out the bag. I am not your savior. I find it just as difficult to love thy neighbors, especially when people got ambiguous favors. Suck my dick for authenticity. Suck my dick with authenticity. I felt that shit. Um, again, a banger track in N ninety five. Um, you know, talking about the masks. Uh, I guess if I could read more into it, I guess he's insinuating more of. Uh, Um, people just masked up to the truth or, and stuff like that. Um, either way, <laughs> let's see. I, I want to check if uh, people have uh, annotated this really good. Yeah, I, I love his criticism of the government, stuff like that. I mean, this was basically the second music video shared, too. So Kendrick really gave a fuck about this song. Um, I have zero bad things to say about this masterpiece. Another masterpiece from King Kendrick. And, you know, there are people who are going to, you know, shit on it just because that's the world we live in. And even talking about taboo themes that, you know, are still taboo and I'm still want to understand necessarily. Um, <coughs> that's anti diaries where, um, talks about his cousins, um, you know, going through that, um, and him not kind of understanding what it was, um, that was happening, but has, uh, learned better. Uh, you know, Kendrick's just admitting this to, uh, you know, I guess growing. Um, but the, the the last lyric on it was funny because of the, I don't know if you guys remember the video of the concert incident that he had when the white girl uh, was singing Mad City, he brought up, um, um, yeah, and then, you know, Pyros and Crips all got along. Um, that song. If, if you know you need a refresher but uh they said the n-word in it uh kendrick i believe was um annoyed by it people you know some argued like you know it's in the lyrics you brought them up again you know uh acknowledge that um i guess sounded like a, a hypocrite in the eyes of his family in this instance 
Um, but again, uh, he, he just tackling messages that really aren't, um, you know, uh, that, you know, are starting to not be, uh, taboo, I guess. Um, and then even mother, I sober, uh, talking about his mom, um, and a lot of, a lot of abuse just, you know, and that's a beautiful song just cause of all the singing in it too. Uh, then mirror really closes it out. I choose me. I'm sorry. It, it, you know, it's just, I love, I love this thing. I hope you do too. Please listen to it. You know, I'm not pre, I'm not trying to be preachy, but this thing was so good. It doesn't beat, you know, to pimp a butterfly in the messaging that it was there. But it's pretty damn close to being really good. Good Kid Mad City is my favorite record from him, but this might have closely almost topped it. I love this thing just because he he put out bangers on this without really trying to make bangers because um, Kendrick's just multi And then the We Cry Together again, I'm going to end on that. Uh, song means so much to me and what I had gone through and have, you know, had gone through and everything. But I am happy that song and even music video were made. Um, and it, it, I hope it helps other people too. And kind of just realizing what, um, you know, it is. I thought so. I mean, that's how I took it. And yeah. That is my top 50 albums, everybody. I enjoyed giving you my opinions on all this. Um, I want to be back up more in 2023. This year has just been um, back and forth of good, bad, good, bad, and uh, personal struggles, family struggles, uh, and mental struggles. Um, But... I, the power of music helped me so much and I am truly grateful for music and, um, kind of just helping me stay good and helping me through bad times. Um, but again, I will, um, I look forward to uh, talking to you guys uh, next year. Everyone have happy holiday, whatever you celebrate, and a happy new year. And enjoy my top 50 best albums. Thank you all.